Okay then, good morning everyone. Welcome to today's um, daily pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as you can for today's training opportunities. I uh, hope you're keeping well. Um, let's get straight into this uh, This very, uh, what's the word? Um, very, very interesting market conditions currently. Um, there's a few warning signs. There's uh, this euphoria. Uh, continuing to play itself out. Um, we're looking for very, I suppose, a certain type of opportunity. And um, what's proven over the last couple of weeks is that, you know, we really need to be patient and waiting for the, the right conditions to, to be able to pull the trigger. And even with this little, this bubble environment that we're, we're currently trading, it's really difficult to buy all-time highs. We look for a bit of a pullback and then look to get into those trades. Uh, perhaps to the upside. Um, we do have some conflicting uh, market um, price action, which it does sort of convolute the situation quite considerably. Um, let's explain it to you as best we can. And of course, today is a, is a bank holiday as well uh, in the US. So the US has really been driving these financial markets, um, broadly speaking. And uh, we've got a bank holidays, President's Day in the US. So we can expect probably slightly larger, uh, sorry, slightly um, lower volumes uh, over the course of the trading day, which is, is not not ideal, really. Okay, so let's uh, let's get straight into it then. Good morning, everyone. Good to have you with us. Please see our risk warning currently up on screen. And uh, all profitable traders need to consider which markets to trade. So trade selection is an important decision. Uh, then it's about your entries and your exits. How do you manage risk, trade management, and trade psychology? These are all just sort of headline features that um, you know. There's a lot, lot of education in our members area on each of these um, levels and um, considerations. Um, so we talk about these every day in our live trade rooms, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, uh, and we are more than willing to be patient and really in in many ways that that's the operative word at the moment is is our ability to be patient okay so uh let's start with a review of this market moving news so um let's go back and have a look at last week's news it should it should be of of some significant importance now Inflation didn't quite go to plan last week for the US, certainly uh, more so for the Fed. So consumer price index, we're expecting to come in around 2.9, came in at 3.1. So we can safely say we've got we've got still, and let's have a look at that on, on the chart. We've been in this little sideways pattern now for two, four, six, eight, um, eight months. So we're not really breaking that 3% barrier down to 2% like the central bankers are anticipating. And more broadly, the markets are also anticipating that, that move as well. Okay, so on Wednesday, um, it was pretty quiet, wasn't it? But uh, and I, I suppose what we'll do is we'll just have a quick look at the inflation numbers as well. So are input costs in the US increasing? The answer is yes. So we've got 
We've got a very interesting consumer in the US. They're burning through their savings. They're um, increasing their credit card usage. Um, still broadly quite strong off the back of those two sort of major um, areas. We've got that strong consumer. Um, but we've got low employment, full weight, or decent wages, wages above inflation. And we've got actual headline inflation numbers, CPI and PPI coming in, coming in higher than expected. So all of these are quite inflationary forces. So the question is, do the Fed want to raise rates? Uh, sorry, do the Fed want to lower rates with all these inflationary forces in play? I'm not so sure it does. And if it does, it could be one of the biggest policy errors since the 70s. Um, So they've got a, a bit of a, a problem on their hands. Um, the consumer sentiment number is quite strong. Um, but then if you look at things like core retail sales numbers, they're really quite weak, or much weaker. Now, they, they don't take up it's like single digit in terms of um, the impact that retail sales has on GDP, something like 5 or 6%. It's quite small, but it's still you know, taking a bit of a hit. We're expecting, you know, positive figures on the core retail sales, excluding uh, oil and, um, and food. And it's actually coming in much weaker. And then we have slightly positive manufacturing data and positive unemployment claims in terms of uh, less unemployed uh, unemployment claims than what was expected. So it really is a significant mixed bag and I suppose a case in either direction could be could be argued. Um, the other one in here as well is is how well is the UK economy performing with um, with high inflation, high rates, uh, and low GDP. It, it, it's it's really what a stagnating economy is: um, high inflation, low growth. So the UK has its own own issues, and really a very significant mixed bag for the US. So just from the, again, sticking with market fundamentals for now, um, having a look at the treasury yields, these are, are creeping and um, we're not seeing this bearing out in not really I suppose there's just an expectation from those um, the equity traders and the amount of capital that's still piling into equity um, as we know specifically you know, your tech stocks. We've got NVIDIA on, I think, on Wednesday coming through. So that's going to be really quite important to see if we get another round of elevated prices. It looks likely. It looks likely that we will. So, so that brings us on to this week. So a real potential problem building for the Fed because they're not really seeing that reason to start cutting rates. 
So it's now over to central banks. Well, we get the monetary policy meeting minutes for the RBA. Um, we've got Canadian inflation tomorrow. So bank holiday today, it must be known, very little to move market, to move market prices today with, um, with the bank holiday in the US. So tomorrow we're going to be getting some Canadian dollar inflation numbers through. Um, we get the meeting minutes from the uh, FOMC, so we get a little bit more of a breakdown in terms of what was said and who, who said it. On Thursday, we've got manufacturing and services PMI numbers, again, for the Eurozone across Europe, uh, the UK, and also in the afternoon, normally we've got, yeah, we do uh, manufacturing services PMI for the US as well. So we'll see how those sectors are performing. Again, they're, they're very likely to, to lead to a bit of a, a mixed bag with um, poor performing manufacturing services. Maybe the US might be coming out of that, that type of environment. Like last time out, we were in mildly positive territory. Um, services performing really, really well. Same for the UK economy. It's services that are really um, helping out the, UA, the, the, um, the UK economy currently. So we got that we have that on Thursday, and then it's actually bank holiday on Friday. We'll be closed in observance of the uh, Emperor's birthday. Okay, so they have a day off on Friday. And we've got ECOFIN meetings as well over the weekend. Do they start your group meetings start on Friday? Okay. So what what we're wondering when we look at these charts is what's gonna what's gonna change the overall narrative in these markets, which are, are profoundly exuberant. Um we keep speaking about uh economic euphoria, which is an interesting concept. We know we're in this little bubble territory and we've got this little really strong v-shape um recovery uh, in the dollar um so some strong dollar weakness really since last tuesday's um significant rollover not in line with with our expectations at all we're expecting the dollar to continue to strengthen off the back of that and, and it really hasn't done so we're back to the drawing board as far as these markets are concerned. We need a bit of a fundamental driver. Um, there's the potential for some, there's a technical opportunity to capitalize on a, a structural failure to the downside for the S&P, for the, for the US indices. Um, do we want to get into those types of trades again? I mean, we're still in the S&P 500 to the downside, so that's what we would like to see in this trade. Um, how much confidence do we have in that trade? Not, 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 not significant confidence. The only saving grace with the trade is the fact we have our stop loss uh, above the high. So we we we're in this trade at very very high price, and these are 
these are valuations which are absolutely bonkers in our opinion but you know it is it is where we're at we, we, we've now had some banks over the weekend some institutional some of your big banks calling for 5200 so this we, we know that these markets can can rally illogically for long long periods and it very well may continue so crude oil not really much to work with it's um there's an awful lot of resistance just above these highs around 79 dollars currently at 78 dollars um gold strong pullback off the lows um in line with a an indecisive dollar it has to be said now there's the potential for dollar weakness we're a little bit away from uh important decision making trading prices depending on which market you're looking at we've got a bit of mild strength even against the swiss nothing really going on against the cad and a really strong bounce but like if you put a box around this bit of price action, broadly speaking, over the last month, it's it's pretty it's pretty poor quality stuff. Um, sometimes you've got to look at markets and 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 think, you know, this is this is just a, a quite a poor quality dynamic, really. Um, and now it looks like we're beginning to break out to the upside, but this is not. We'd, we'd prefer to, to see if we can, you know, get that next leg to the downside, you know, and, and sticking with this overall momentum. But we're actually reversing back into um, these lows in here. So again, it's grinding, consolidating markets, which are not giving us, you know, a high quality uh, trading opportunity with the New Zealand dollar. If we get above the 50 period moving average, then this is a quite a strong structural failure trade and um, very likely to get a bit of a bounce off the low uh, and, and very much loads of space to move into to the upside. If that dollar continues to weaken, not, not sure it will. The yen, the yen is just still broadly weak. And then back to the SP 500. You know, will this market roll over to the downside? Um, we saw it on Tuesday with um, the CPI numbers. We saw it on Friday with the PPI numbers. There's the potential for a little bit of weakness in these markets, but it's not, it doesn't fill us with huge confidence, really. And um, again, I think there's probably reason to try and keep our options open in these markets. Um, we can certainly I think there's an argument to suggest that patience is kind of the way forward at this stage. Plus, it's a, it's a bank holiday in the US. So how much volume and volatility will be in these markets? 
not so sure. Um, the equity markets, sorry, the, the bond markets are giving us mixed signals. They're causing a bit of a problem for equity valuations and um, also more likely to see that risk off dollar strength off the back of increasing bond yields and we're not really seeing that so we really got it, it ha we have to put it down as, as a mixed market condition um that, that's that's the reality we'd like to keep all options open So we would like to keep all options open today as it is a bank holiday in North America. Um, trading volumes are likely to be lighter than normal. Um, we experience this so often right let's work with this as our trade plan um it's not quite the oh i'm sorry guys sorry i took my mind i took took i took my eye off the screen sorry i'm just bringing that back now oh no colin sorry about that um yeah so unfortunately that's what we have we've we've got this sort of quiet backdrop now after a, a, a choppy turbulent um short periods of extreme volatility followed by long long periods of of very little volatility creates this sort of strange market dynamic right now um which we're just not overly comfortable with. So I guess that the fact often remains, if in doubt, stay out. And uh, that's pretty much um, that's pretty much where we're at at the moment. We, we, we want to just keep our options open, I think, is, is probably the position for us to be right now. So we'll, we'll have a look in the European trading session. I'm interested in opportunities. We've got a decision to make around US indices. If they start to sell off, um, do we kind of want to add to those positions? Because we've taken a couple of those trades already um, without without that much success. Um, so let's ease ourselves into this trading week. Let's try and um, wait for that high probability trade to come our way. And not be too, too aggressive, perhaps. And so things like what what that means like things like um, lowering trade size is not a bad idea currently, and um, also trade frequency. Um, if you don't really have decent high probability trades, try to avoid taking you know three, four, five, six trades. 
you're, you're loading up in the wrong market market conditions. So try bear that in mind, perhaps. And, and you know, we go through these phases all the time. This is just another one of those phases. So we're waiting for, I suppose, some bit of market reaction to to something which is driving prices either to the upside or to the downside. And uh, we look to try and capitalize on on that next sort of bit of stimulus as it hits the markets. All right, and guys, on that note, listen, thanks so much for joining us. Um, we were talking about a bit of a shift in narrative, but we didn't quite get it through. And it's still this positive economic data um, that seems to be currently dominating, even though we've got stickier or higher inflation than expected, but the market seems to be shrugging that off pretty easily. Interesting dynamic. This is going to be a fascinating trading year. We kind of thought it probably would be, and it really is, and not for the reasons that we anticipated. So this market rally is really quite impressive. All right, so I'll stop talking for now. Thanks very much for joining us. Any questions, obviously, feel free to post them. And um, we'll switch over to the European uh, trading room now for you guys. So we'll be there in just a few seconds. Um, anyone else, if you are interested in learning how to trade, um, and you would, we still have our discounted live trading and education bundles on our website. It starts in just $59 per calendar month. So uh, you might find that a uh, an affordable option for you. Um, just go to livetrading.com and feel free to connect with us through the website if you need. All right, and guys, on that note, listen, take care. Thanks for joining us as always. Colin, we'll see you in the other room now in just a second, and we'll, we'll be back shortly. Bye for now. Take care. Bye-bye.